Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Spitwads, we have one of our most important episodes for today's Spit Hits because the biggest PSA we've ever given is on this episode. We're talking about not doing murder. And I think that's really important for all listeners, all people, uh, to really know, you know, in the kids out there, don't don't do murder. Uh, we're going to dive deep on don't doing murder on today's show. So you're going to want to hear that. And we've got a great draft with our biggest fears. Check it out. What happens when three buffoons give life advice, explore unrealistic situations, and give random topics more thought than they probably deserve? It's the Spitballers Podcast with Andy, Mike, and Jason. Spiders! They're everywhere! You just... No, 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 I'm cool with it. Andy's cool with it. Andy's cool. It's fine. Uh, we we often will try and work in. It's not creative. A but little it, foreshadowing into of the of today's draft into yeah. the scat, and he's just like scat's done. By the way, spiders. <laughs> yeah, yes. that's true. Now I'm not cool with it anymore. <laughs> Welcome into the Spitballers Podcast, Mike Wright, Jason Moore, Andy Holloway, Episode 121. We do have a scary draft for you. You cut that off a little. Yeah. I, I let you have some room. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, we got Would You Rather, the Situation Room. Al Borland is here. Al, how are you doing today? Doing great. What's up, Spitwads? Oh, I have a little bit of a... What is a fear of owls? I'm sure we could find Can it. Can we figure that one out? Yeah. yeah I've got, it has to exist. I've got a little bit of a fear <laughs> of owl. Of owl or owl? Strigophorbophobia. Whoa. Strigophorbophobia. I'm afraid of trying to pronounce that word. That's terrifying. At Spitballers Pod. Have I ever told you my owl story? This is real? We have yeah. an owl story? You have a real it's, owl story? It's, uh, I mean, it's just short and sweet. Okay. Uh, but I was this. I was a younger fella, and so- you So know, this happened in the past. Got yes. It. Got yes. It. Uh, and- you know, I'm, I'm at home, my my backyard wall, and then it's street. So you could see street lights uh, just right outside my backyard. And so it's dark, the, street, the, the lights are on, and I look up, and all I can see is a shadowy figure on top of the light pole. Mm. And <laughs> uh, like we're, I mean, we're in Arizona, we're in suburban parts of Arizona. And it's a steel light post, and I'm looking up going, how did a cat get on top of this light post? Because I, I had never even entertained the thought that I would see a wild owl right. in Arizona where we live. And so I just keep checking on this cat because it's not moving. There's just I'm like, oh, man, this cat is stuck. This, this, <laughs> this cat is stuck on a light post. It's very high up. It was metal. I don't know how it climbed up in the first place. And then... Eventually, the cat flew away. <laughs> now that's a cat. And it was, and it, the, the wings were gigantic, and it was, holy crap, that was an owl? Oh, you know, when you gosh. started the story, and you said, you know, I was in my backyard, and there's a fence, I was right. thinking to myself, like, there might be people around the country, around the globe, that... You know, they, they see owls. I'm sure people see owls all the time. They have nature and trees. Yeah. and We're in the desert. Right. There's. I've never seen an owl in the wild in my life. That's why it was so confusing to me because it, owls don't live around here. That I at least I thought. So it turns out it was a it was a flying cat though. Yep. <laughs> With huge wingspan. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's kick this thing off. Would you rather? 
Noah from the website has a would you rather question for us. He said, would you rather your kids grow up to be way smarter than you? Impossible. Or way better looking and physically, athletically superior to you. Okay. Interesting. Uh, I think I know what happens when you get older. I don't think we have to be passed by our kids. Like, generally, you imagine your kids grow up, they become smarter than Mm -hmm. you, you become dumber. Yep. I believe it is a choice and that 100% of people end up choosing Choosing dumber? To be dumber. Okay. Because the older you get, it's not that you're not capable of learning. It's that you no longer want to. That's fair. I find myself, like, when we're all tech heads, right? Or at Mm -hmm. least fluent, right? We are not like our parents' generation or grandparents that we had to go to their house to teach them how to use the VCR and things like that. I always thought when I grew up, I would then be at the same level as my kids because I'll be just as interested in tech. Right, 100%. I now have an almost 12-year-old. I got no interest in learning new stuff anymore. He knows more than me already, and I'm done learning. Yeah, I (laughs) Sorry, Jay, but maybe you're done learning because you know you have someone who just will do it. That is also a factor. Yes, that that helps a lot. Yeah, really, you're you're speaking truth here because it's exactly right. It's not that we can't. Yeah. learn we don't give a crap <laughs> like i don't i don't care you're you know like i don't have the i don't same have interest. to go to school anymore what's like i can totally get that where uh my my learning of tech is it, it kind of fell off i mean i i we can keep up i can i can hang but i mean i was back when i was younger i'm teaching myself computers i uh, on a Windows machine, I somehow I had to learn how to like reroute memory so that I could run a DOS game. And like, yeah, and look, there's there's kids out there listening to that statement saying I have no idea what that means. But like this was something that I just figured out no how I, how to do it yeah. by by looking things up on the internet. And now I don't want to look those things up anymore. However, I want like my thirst for history is now off of off of the charts. Really? Oh man, history is. The most fascinating thing, actually going to a place where a historical event occurred. My parents, they would drag us uh, every summer. We would get dragged somewhere. And like there was one trip. We went up and down the entire East Coast. This is where I, I told the story about how my dad yeah, he got a mi- little lost. He missed Pennsylvania. Yeah. He missed the Whoops. entire state. But we went up and down looking at uh, – it was a you know seeing America – that's where kind of the the birthplace of the nation, like oh, the uh, we went down to yeah, Williamsburg, Virginia and stuff, yeah. And oh, I I didn't give I didn't give two craps about what yeah. we were doing. And now I'm thinking, man, you could go you could go to Gettysburg, and this is where this is where that 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 battle happened. Yeah, it actually ha- it took place here. Based on your mannerisms, I believe you that you're really into this. You are hyped over Gettysburg. Oh man. I it's I wild. I know the answer to this. As a parent, one of these Oh yeah, there was a question. One of these validates me as a parent. If my kid does not grow up to be smarter than me, I'm I feel like I failed. If he doesn't grow up to be physically, athletically superior than me, whatever. That's how I feel. So I would rather them grow up and be smarter. Also, I want I want them to be smarter because I I need to be just just one inch taller than my boys. Oh. Yeah. One just one. Yeah, but that's because you're tall. That's See, right. <laughs> I got one inch too short. I I was close to getting to six foot, but uh, I didn't make it. I want that for my kids. Six foot club. Exactly. I want them to outgrow me. <laughs> it's a great club. I want <laughs> I want in the club, but I'm never gonna get there. Hey Mike, how do you like that top shelf? Whoa. Oh, it's there's so easy cr- to reach. There's a lot of cool stuff up there, there's Jay. There's cool step ladders though. <laughs> like I got one that folds up real small as light. You guys probably don't need those. Do you use that for like in your mirror though, so you feel better about yourself? <laughs> so like you, you can reach, look- reach the sink. I actually, <laughs> shorty. I actually just move all my mirrors down a lot, so when you come over, you can't even see yourself. Oh. Right, right. No, that's nice. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna Louis Armstrong this thing. I'm gonna hear babies cry. I'll watch them grow. Okay, they'll learn much more than yeah. I'll ever know. No, oh, taking the intelligence mm-hmm. route. It's gotta be smarter. Because I already know they're gonna be better looking. Like that's <laughs> that, that's done deal. Now I get both. Yeah, fair enough. Robbie from Patreon, would you rather be the only genius in a world full of idiots oh. 
or the only idiot in a world full of geniuses. Mm. I mean, that's brutal. Okay, ignorance so is bliss, right? That's that's what they say. At first, I was like, "This is the this is maybe the easiest slash dumbest question we've ever got." Because okay, why would you want to be the only dumb person? You, you do you want to be dumb or smart? That's what the question is saying. But if you really think through this, mm -hmm. if it? you're smart and the whole world are idiots, there's no, there's no Tesla to drive. There's no cool new EV cars. That's true. There's no cool new technology coming. Everybody's stupid. The world around you is screeching to a halt or never even got to the cool. We're talking all this tech stuff. Now everything's stupid. No innovation because everyone around you is an idiot. The uh, whole world is uh, dumb. I'm just picturing idiocracy. I don't know if you're familiar with, with them. You've never seen idiocracy? I have seen that bits and pieces, my mind. but I never saw the whole thing. But he goes to the future, and he's just of average intelligence. Then he becomes, but he's now the smartest person. And him trying to. Because everybody else is stupid? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And him trying to explain basic things. Like it, I just, I, nope. Sounds like a movie. It's, it's, it's a delight. Uh, but there's no way I could, I would not be able to handle that. If all of a sudden I'm the smart, I'm the smartest person. I can't handle that pressure. I don't want to. I don't want to explain everything to everybody. Yeah, if you're being, and then the rage, if the rage you would feel because nobody understands, because no you. one understands things. Yeah, and and does it feel special to be praised by a just a plethora of idiots that think you're smart? Does that really mean anything? No, I want smart people to think I'm smart. Yeah, well, and you know, you know how like some smart people, mm -hmm. they are snooty. They look down on you, right? They're they're smarter than you. They are better than you. But if the whole world is full of geniuses, you know what I mean? Like they they're not better than anyone else. Everyone's just great. So then you're you're different. Would you get sympathy? Would you get empathy as being the idiot? Would they look oh, at you? Oh, if you're the idiot? Yeah. Yeah, well look, look at history, Mike. We look back oh. at history. People that were different in history, we didn't understand them. We certainly thought they might have special powers or you needed to do different things to get rid of their problems. I, I think I don't think the, the geniuses would burn me as a witch, though. I, I think that they would <laughs> they would see right through it. I think they'll take well, care of me. They might they think something's wrong with you nah, and they want all geniuses. They'll take care of you. Now, could they sure, use their smart care power of you. to make me smarter? With all their technology. That's a good question. I see an advanced civilization here with a world full of geniuses. And I like how being a genius equates to having great technology and power. And yeah. As, I'm so there are, are there no geniuses right now? No. No, Elon Musk is very smart. He is, but he hasn't made me like rocket shoes yet. Right. But Which the is world, the base where, level of genius. Where Flying cars, schmars. Where's my rocket shoes? Where's my, ro where's my hoverboard? Like a real one. Yeah. Hoverboards should be doable. You promised me that a long time ago. Hoverboards should be doable. I mean, they really like... Yeah, but not for $150,000 in a team of 47 engineers. Give me one I can buy at Walmart. You that's can. where I thought we you, would be here. You can, but it actually it has, it has wheels, wheels on it. Yeah, that's a big lie. How did that happen? We just call who, it... Who went? How did... Okay. We're talking oh, Al Borland's probably sending us pictures of hoverboards. That's, I know they make them... I know they make hoverboards now with like... We're talking about a world that is just, you're the only smart person, everyone else is an idiot. Do we live in that world that we accepted that hoverboards are these skate, these skateboards, but the wheels are on the side? Like it, It's not a, there's no hovering that is going on. It, it is, in fact, a wheel board. What's funny is if you make a hoverboard, what's the real practicality of that? I mean, it's really not that practical. You're just, uh, is is that the difference between... A hoverboard and a skateboard is just you're off the ground a little bit. That's not that yes. cool. What? What? Of course it's super cool. I think I'm on Andy's side here. You don't think it's that cool? I mean, other than skating on the ocean or something. No, like, you can't. No, Back to the Future rule says you can't go on the water. <laughs> exactly. Oh, it did die over the water. You need a power source. But don't, it, didn't the pit bull get yeah. over the water? Yeah, because it had a power source. Okay. This <laughs> yeah. is spun um, out of control. I am going to be an idiot in a world full of geniuses. You're darn right. And from the website, you are in a situation that requires you to clean up after a crime. Been there. Uh, would you rather well, call who amongst us? Who amongst been us? Here. Would you rather call your spouse to help you and risk having them get caught with you? Okay, mm. okay. Or do it all by yourself, but never be able to tell them about it. Oh, interesting. So do you? I mean, partners in crime here. Wow, this is this. I is... don't think I'm so self-sacrificial that I would. 
not include <laughs> my wife on the risk. Now, is that the, the is it the risk part that you want to share, or is it the cleaning part? It's the cleaning part. Yeah, but <laughs> like, I'm not. Like, I don't want to clean up this mess. I just feel like she'd be able to help me significantly. Think about things I haven't thought of. It's easy to get caught for murders these days. Am I right? Oh, the, the am I right, Al? Investigators are so good for sure. I mean, this ain't the '90s. Yeah, kids, don't do murder. <laughs> um, it's bad. You're gonna get caught. I'm say, definitely just say no. Just say no to murder. To just murder. say no to murder. Um, I I have to bring in my wife here. Yeah, because there's zero chance I can clean it up. Good enough. Like basically, I'm saying, do you want your wife to have a chance to go down for you or guarantee that you are done? Right. So I I want a chance for us to both live a life with each other from here on out. I'm not a great cleaner. Now, let me ask this question. If you're cleaning up a murder, is like a couple things of newspaper just laid, <laughs> laid, laid, laid on? Is that going to handle it? Is that going to throw them off the scent? Back in the 90s, it did. But uh... <laughs> I think you have to you you have to go back a little while later and scoop up the newspapers and throw them out. We gotta, yeah, you got to change them every right. once in a while. <laughs> this is not a I'm litter not box animal. or something. <laughs> Mike is treating taking care of a cat and cleaning up a murder are identical in Mike's mind. <laughs> it's not that different. It's not that different. Um, you're going to need your wife. You're going to need some help. Uh, yeah, it would be. I mean, if you if you pulled it off yourself, I don't feel like I would have a hard time moving on without sharing this secret. But I <laughs> that, guess I haven't. That really. one's just for me. Yeah, <laughs> I you feel would like have that, a hard time. Oh man, that would eat at me. Guess what I did for the rest. <laughs> I can't tell you. <laughs> just knowing, just holding guess, on a go secret. Ahead, just guess, guess, just guess, guess, guess what I did today. <laughs> <laughs> can't tell you did you take the garbage out no 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 no. no. <laughs> no, no, no. Did, you, did you take the dog for a while new haircut no, no, no. Oh, no, new haircut no, 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 no. Oh. you're way off <laughs> ask me if I did murder <laughs> ask ask I did I did I did it I did murder <laughs> oh that feels good to get off the chest <laughs> ask me someone, ask me if I did murder your wife's response to you <laughs> come on Come on. Ask me. Just, just ask ask me if I did murder. Ask me. <laughs> I did. I did murder. You need to clean it up. <laughs> yeah, that's, the, that's the bonus surprise. Oh I need help cleaning. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Turns out wow. murder's very messy. Yes, yes. Also, we're all going to jail. Because yeah. including our wives. And remember, kids, don't do murder. <laughs> that's right. Just don't do murder. Uh, Al, should we do one more of these or move on? Uh, let's move on. All right. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. The Situation Room. I feel like we were just in the Situation Room. We did some murder. We got to take care of it. We had a situation. <laughs> yes. All right. Felix from Patreon. Oh, uh, the cat. Thank you for your support. Yeah. Thank you for supporting the show. Fly uh, away from the light post. Oh, okay. It was a flying cat joke. Yeah, not bad. Felix the owl. Oh. <laughs> now, it's a, now it's an owl joke. I'm, I'm lost. After the smash success of seedless watermelons. Oh, they're great. It is time to take the next step. You are asked to come up with the perfect, per, with the perfect combination of shape, taste, texture for a fruit, and a name to go with it. What creation do you present to the world? Mm. All right, let's get them creative juices going. Can I get like an apple? I don't have to chew as long. That's called apple juice. Done. All Next. right. All right. Um, the problem with apples is you got to chew them too the much. The problem with all fruits and vegetables in general is that you have to chew them too long. I think that's a you problem, yeah. bro. I think you guys it, are just a few chews and a I, swallow? I have never once eaten an apple and gone, man, I got to chew this too much. 
I mean, what kind of uh, mush mush apples are you eating? No, no, it's maybe not like, like a carrot. I'm talking about the like the the peel. The, the peel on an apple? Yeah, it's that's the problem. Yeah, it's a, it's uh, all okay. I don't, I don't know. The apples are. You don't delightful. relate to that. I no, do if you not. eat a, if you eat a carrot, don't you have to chew it yes. a little too much? Yes, a carrot. Sometimes you have to chew and chew and chew. You need that ranch mm-hmm. to help break it up. But right. but I think that's like the end of my list of difficult. You with know, the with the seedless watermelon situation, if there were only seeded watermelons, would that have been at the top of the list? Taking I, the seeds out of watermelon? I don't know that it would have been. It should have been, uh, and because it's magical, the fact that they they still sell watermelons with seeds is it's crime. Very, it's, it's, it's a it's, yeah. It's a it's like when you buy the the like the like a seedless orange. There's a freaking you can do that. Oh yeah, dude, like cuties there's no there's no seeds in them you know how once hashtag not a like i don't eat a lot of fruit that's what i just learned i don't know how it works how does fruit work you know how like once fluorescent and led bulbs became popular they literally outlawed the old busted Mm -hmm. type of bulbs that's seeded watermelons should be illegal let's i agree with you and who would want that who would choose it who would opt into seeds yeah i really liked those if inconvenient we, if chewing. If we get rid of them, though, banish them. Does there come a point where you don't have any watermelon at all? Don't you need some type of seed? They have to plant something for the <laughs> seedless watermelon. But it's it's a genetic thing that they've done. But they're not they're not just three yeah, D printing work? it in the lab. So do they have a watermelon? A with ma- seeds. One master watermelon. One master watermelon. <laughs> the alpha melon, they, we'll call them. The clone. <laughs> the alpha melon. The alpha melon puts out seeds for all the seedless watermelons. Because all it is is seeds. You cannot let that. <laughs> just inside <laughs> yeah. is just seeds. Okay. Uh, I, here's my first go thought. Go ahead. Yeah. My first thought is pineapples are oh, delicious. Oh, yes. But they are a nightmare. You put can, a banana peel on oh, a pineapple. Oh, my goodness. Just peel it back and eat a pineapple. We've, we've done it. That sounds pretty good. Like that's the the problem with pineapples. Let me ask you this. So so, so we try to figure this out. Cause nine apple? What would you call it? Yeah, you call it a, a benign bin. apple. Bin. <laughs> I have ben an apple. apple. <laughs> what I was thinking of is what fruits do you eat the most often, and how could you improve them? Because if you improve something you eat a lot, that's a you know I don't eat a lot of watermelon. Sure. I've but, got another one. But is it, do you eat fruits a lot because of their convenience? Yes. Right? Because yes. if certain mm-hmm. fruits were more convenient, you mm-hmm. might eat them more often. If we could grow the strawberries without the, the whole green part and the butt, you know what I mean? You just, oh, you just pop them back. Just, yeah, like a grape. That's a real big inconvenience. That just, oh, absolutely. Just yes. a bite, just taking a bite of it. Because what do you do after the bite, Andy? You have to. You got to find a discard pile for the rind yeah. that you're not going to eat. If you got grapes, you just pick them off, pop them in your mouth. I guess that's like eating peanuts shelled or unshelled. We need unshelled strawberries. Yeah, I want to just take a strawberry, pop it off a vine, pop it in my mouth. Can we get an apple that doesn't have a core? Oh, that's Cause good. Because I, I eat apples more than any other fruit. So is discarding like the waste product? Is that a big? That's it's, a big it's, thing. No, Spitting the seeds. It's not the discard. It's when you, uh, I mean, like, it's a dangerous game when you're eating the apple and you start biting and getting closer and closer to the core because you do not want to go. You can't Icarus and fly too close to the sun with it. If you get a bite of that core, it's disgusting, and the experience of eating the apple is completely ruined. Yeah, I think what we need is a brand called Lazy Fruit. And Lazy Fruit is all done for you, okay? My oranges, them peeled, all right? My apples, them cored. My my strawberries, the butts are cut off. Basically, it's just ready to serve and eat. We can have uh, human labor do this for us. We don't even need science. I I have something to tell you, Human labor. Uh, You could go to the grocery store. And you can, in fact, buy like a a plastic bowl full of fruit that's ready to eat. Those things are seven hundred dollars. <laughs> they are really expensive. <laughs> Clearly, we're onto a good business opportunity yeah. if people are willing to pay ten x the price of fruit just so it's ready to eat. I think the problem is that the people that they have currently who are slicing up these these are all doctorate people. They are paying out the nose for this labor, yeah. and they need to find some. 
really affordable. Just machine cut them. Just mach- just build a machine that can slice everything up and then package it. Stop. <laughs> I, I'm just really upset because every time I go and I see the fruit and veggie platters, uh-huh. I want them. And I'm, I can't do it. It's, uh, it's a matter of principle. I'm not paying $10 for a little tub of sliced fruit. And that, for you, that's saying something. Because I think the essence of American industry is the lazy fruit brand. It's you don't want to go to the store to get that fast food. We'll go to the fast food for you. We'll make it fast food squared and bring it to you at the house. That's delicious. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, and you'll pay 10x for that. I sure will. Maybe you need to start buying these $65 fruit platters. If fruit was not as good for me and tasted better, like fast food, yeah. I would do it. Like if it's the mm. exact same platter, but it was like what? fried chicken wings? Mm-hmm. What if it was just deep fried fruit? Ooh. Ooh. Can you do that? Do they? Yeah, do they do that? I mean, you can deep fry everything. So I would imagine you can. Has yeah. anyone done that, though? Uh, deep fry a pineapple. What's that like? Probably not very good. Oh, yeah, I don't wrong. know, man. If you had a, if you had anything deep fried that was not very good, I don't know. It's a, it's a deep fried with the sweet taste. Dude, a deep fried Oreo? Oreos are good. Yeah, you're darn right there. Yeah. Deep fried Twinkie. Mm. Yeah, and you can grill pineapple, right? Yeah, people do so, that. You might as well fry it up. Mm. Okay, okay. We're, oh, man. We're I think we're almost there. All right, Vish from Patreon. The killer clowns are back. All right, I didn't know that. Uh, and this time you're locked in an arcade instead of a carnival. Okay. You must beat the clowns in any game in order to escape. What arcade game are you choosing? Oh, it's an arcade. What did we do this at a carnival and we had to choose one of the carnival games and yep. then otherwise we were going to die? Exactly. What did well, we? I, what I had did wiped this pick? from my memory <laughs> because I didn't want to die. What did we pick? Uh, I think you might have gone with. I know we talked about like the throwing the rings at the milk jugs and. and did I, I do the basketball game? Because that one's oh feel, oh we, I probably did, did the hanging bar it, yeah. I I I would have done the the darts at the balloons, but I do not remember this question at all. Wow. Well, all I have right. a vague recollection. This come the killer clowns are back. I mean, they've been gone yeah. a while. Um, they've been out doing murder. <laughs> they've been out doing a lot of the murder, and now, and now they're back. <laughs> yep. With our which arcade game are you choosing? Oh, I mean, this is this is the easiest question of all time. Oh, I'm very. I, it's easy for me, uh, but I I oh, have no idea. It's easy for me because I'm pick. with you, Mike. I'm stepping away. Oh, are you letting me play? <laughs> and I'm letting you play, what, probably NFL Blitz? I was going to go NBA Jam. Sure. Yeah, Mike's pretty good at NBA Jam. I was thinking of Blitz, NBA Jam. Is there another, like, I can't have Air hockey? What's your confidence in air <sighs> hockey? I don't know if I'm going like, to get killed by that clown like, or not. Air hockey has a, a little bit of randomness. In, now, I don't involved. have to play against the clown, though, of right? Of course you do. 100%. Who are you playing? And maybe it's a, Oh, I have to beat the clowns in a game. I guess it could be a single player, and you're going for a high score. You're playing some asteroids. Does a clown have limited mobility in air hockey because of them big shoes? I don't think you move your feet a lot Dang. in air hockey. That's pretty <laughs> much a stationary game. Um, but I... I <laughs> I think I'm great at air hockey. That, that, yeah, I, I'm. 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 I'm I mean, gonna say it, that I'm the best. It stinks to lose at air hockey, and then if you know you're about to get killed by a clown right afterwards, yeah, it's even worse. Because then you have the shame of you lost air hockey, and oh, he probably mocks the heck out of you before he, you know, does the murder. He may not even do the murder. He may just let you live with the fact that you lost to the killer clown at what air would, hockey. What, but what game would you lose and not feel ashamed of losing? What game would be like? Well, yeah, but it's pinball, you know. Probably like, one of those claw games where I gotta, <laughs> I, I do the claw game and I, I have to get something out of there to survive. There are people because I ain't living. There are people that can do the claw games every time. I used to be a f- uh, friends with someone who would say this, and for years you say I'm impossible. like, I'm like, no, that's you can't. No, that's impossible. You're, just, you know, I'm sure you've won before, or you can win if you put ten dollars in and try ten times. You. That dude won every time we ever went to any claw machine. It didn't matter the content inside. He was dialed in on that claw. That was his superpower? That was his superpower. He's the manufacturer of the machines. Um, I can't. I don't think I've ever gotten something from the claw. I, I've landed some claw yeah. items. I, yeah. I'm, I'm decent. Decent at the claw. The only claw. ones that I can get are the ones that are filled with the balls. Oh, yeah. yeah. Those yeah, that are easy. That one, that one I win every single time. Those are layups. Yeah. The, the hard part of the claw machine is that you, you can't just pick which thing you want or or who was superpower super claw player could he say 
Which which item do you want? And you would point, and he could get it. No, he just knew which one. Yeah, the okay, claw so that's different. That, that's that's engineering breaking it down. <laughs> okay, you got You got to see uh, how it's, all this. The toys are stacked. You felt confident, Jason, facing a clown in the. Uh, I, I would do the hot shot basketball. That was my final answer. Ooh, the pop a shot. Ooh. Yeah, if they have a pop a shot in the arcade, I think I can. I think I can take care of that. My bank shot's pretty good. Yeah, I I think I would go air hockey if I have to. Okay. Go for myself, but I would prefer to uh, ask for a champion and have Mike step in and fight for me. It's it's it. I will beat all all comers on NBA. Team. All clowns. Yeah, I will all take clowns. all clowns on and defeat them. <laughs> Wait, does this arcade place have a foosball table? Because I will Pro- smash probably them clowns. Not. Probably yeah. not. Yeah. It's a bad arcade. Ryan from Twitter, you lost the bet with your local wizard. That's a problem. Now you must let him take away one of your five senses. But in turn, one of your remaining senses is now supercharged. Mm. Which sense do you sacrifice and which do you enhance? And obviously the five senses are what again? <laughs> Sight. Sound. He- sound. Hearing. Uh, taste. Did you just say sound and, smelling. and hearing? Did I say both? <laughs> sound, sound and hearing. hearing noises. They're all. <laughs> Sight, sound, hearing, noises, kerplunks. Uh, no, uh, what are they? I just sight, named most sight, of them. Smell, taste, sound, touch. Touch. Clearly, that's the one Andy's getting rid of. I've always. I mean, this this one is. Uh, I'm getting rid of smell. I I think that that's the one that yeah. impacts me. I need touch. I need to be able to hear. I need to be able to see. Although I mean that we know that that smell is. It's related to taste, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. So I don't, I don't know how much. Would I rather be able to, you know, taste something? I, I guess wish... you're saying you could lose two. Yes, there. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. I wish I could figure out, like maybe, maybe I'm willing to give away my taste, because if I could have a, a, a snoo, a super sniffer, a snooper sniffer, yeah. A, no, a, a super sniffer, I think, would be an outstanding. No, uh, yeah. thing to have. Jason, you're, ba- you're backwards. You're exactly wrong. I it, am? It, 100%. It has to be the smell that you give up because the other powers are superpower, and you don't want smell to be a superpower, Mike. There are you are, sure? I am positive. Look, if you're going to change careers and be a police dog that sniffs things out, maybe then I'm going to be. And, and all the power to you. But I think you're going to smell the bathroom far more than you're going to smell good things. You're going to... You know, I, I remember my wife when she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. She had an in, uh, insanely heightened sense of smell. Like, genuinely, she could smell everything. It didn't matter where, good or bad, she could smell everything. And it was always a problem for her because a good smell is like, okay, great. I, that smells great. But when you get a really bad smell, it it's so nasty. It can it can take you down for a day if, you know, if you're just smelling rotten eggs somewhere. Now, if you go... But if you go super taste, aren't you tasting all of those smells? No. Aren't Are I you tasting, tasting all smell? the smells? Yeah, you don't never when you smell something and you get like, oh, I could taste it. That's how strong I could that's how strong the yeah, smell is. Yeah, but you wouldn't right be now. able to smell. Yeah, I lost the sense of smell. Then how are you Oh, okay. You anyways, can taste without smelling. Can you? Yes, but smelling adds to your taste. I think that's true. Okay, it's just so the, maybe you have to supercharge your taste if you lose the smelling. So you really didn't lose anything there on the taste. <sighs> but also, how do you not take super sight? Right. I mean, that's super what, sight would that's be what incredible. we all want, right? Yeah. Yeah. Get some binoculars, eyes. There's no way you can lose touch or sight. Maybe hearing. Yeah. I got subtitles. Yeah, I guess that's true. Preston from the website, you are visited by someone claiming to be you from the future. How do you make them prove that they're really future you? Hmm. The verification must take place publicly in front of your (laughs) co-hosts. Oh, wait. Future? Yeah, future you. How do you... (laughs) Future you? Yeah. So you are... Show me that You know something about you that only you know. Yeah, but you have to do it in front of someone... In yeah. front of everyone, so you can't be like, "Hey, that what's the like the worst?" You remember when I did that murder? Yeah, <laughs> who was it? <laughs> who was it? Remember when I did that murder? Who was How it? How did we clean it up? Yeah. Well, uh, we called our <laughs> wife. I mean, there, you know, you could have them show you a, a birthmark or something, but you could fake that. No, 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 no. The point here is, 
if you have a birthmark that people don't know yeah. about. Yeah. You know what I mean? Obviously, if you've got a just a birthmark on your face, that someone would come in with yeah, that you, bir- birthmark. I would just say that that would not prove it. Someone, if if someone, it would prove it to me. If somebody is smart enough to like dress up, look like they're you from the future, they could figure out what's going on. What's going to prove it better than that? Though? I that I don't know. That's look, why we're being asked the question. Mike, you've never seen this mole, okay? Because it's un, unfakeable. Um, it's or, it looks like South okay. America. Oh, this is this is easy, Jason. Ask future Jason to show you the the mole. Uh, J- uh, Jason, show me the mole. Oh, we had it removed because it was uh, cancerous. And where was it? It was. Mm. <laughs> oh yeah, nice answer. Not. It was. Uh, it was uh, uh, on your butt cheeks. Mm. Incorrect. Mm. That's great. <laughs> you are not me. <laughs> Incorrect. Would uh, you try and rope with rope and go with like a lie? Oh yeah, for sure. You've got to you've got to hook them onto something that you think they're going to get wrong. Let's say we don't have a specific unspeakable mole or birthmark. Speak for yourself. <laughs> but this is for the people. Someone might run into right. this problem in the future. It's possible, yeah. What is the type of question that you that anybody could ask the future self to make sure that only they would know? I really don't know. And especially, you throw in the, the monkey wrench if you have to do it in front of people. I mean... Does this person have knowledge of the future? Would they be able to tell you something? I mean, I could do it over time. I could say, hey, what's going to happen to me that's significant in the next two weeks? And if it happened, yeah, that's validation. Future you doesn't have time for those games. Future you is going to say, fine, you don't believe me? I will move along. They came back because there's a robot trying to kill you. Obviously. We, we don't have two weeks. <sighs> in two weeks, a robot's going to kill you. Yeah, and then the, when it does, I'll know he's telling the truth. Now, could it be something as simple as, like, who was the first person I kissed? It could be. If you think you can fake a South American-shaped mole on your butt cheeks, <laughs> you can fake. You can yeah, get the knowledge. Can, yeah, people no, can get that info. No, here, I'm thinking about this. I'm thinking about the first person I ever kissed. Uh-huh. I don't know that there is anyone else alive, possibly including that person. That's weird. <laughs> That knows that that was my first kiss. I was worried you were going to say that, and I am more worried now that you said it. So your first kiss has passed away? No, no, but I don't know if she knows that that was my first kiss. Oh, my gosh. I thought it meant you didn't, she didn't know that you kissed her. <laughs> that's what I was. That's what I was. She wasn't. Oh, no. I thought she was asleep no, or something. No, 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 no I just no. meant she doesn't know if I was oh, her first no. kiss. No one else was tracking with me there? No, nobody no, was did, tracking with you. We did not go there. I mean, when you said that she didn't, nobody else knows, including her, I was like, all right. That's weird. But I, I think that, that would be bad. my I think that would be no. my question. Because I, look, my wife. Sleeping Beauty, Mike, you've never seen it? My my <laughs> wife knows, you know, all, all about my past. We've been married for 15 oh. years. But I'm pretty confident if I asked her for the name of my first kiss, she would get it wrong. I think she thinks she knows, but she probably—I don't—I don't believe she knows. So that would be my question. I but would to say, be clear, the girl she, you kiss she, knows. She knows that we kissed. <laughs> yes, she is. I don't know if she knows whether or not that was my first kiss. So you didn't tell any of your friends? Oh, of course I did. And if you think that my friend from freshman year of high school remembers that, I mean, no way. Freshman year, huh? Very. <laughs> oh shoot! Then that wasn't the right one. Oh I no! I would have got it wrong. I would have. I can't answer it for current me, Jason. <laughs> I forgot <sighs> there was one that superseded that. Okay. Oh man, this we're, is, get, we're getting deep. We're Here's what I deep know. Into your path. I know that that future Jason is an imposter. He will never be able to prove it to me. <laughs> have you been kissed before, Jason? <laughs> I'm still waiting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's draft. The Spitballers Draft. All right. Jason has the first pick, and, and we are drafting the scariest fears and phobias. Mm. 
So we are drafting phobias, and we are trying to assemble the scariest mm. group. Yeah, I mean, the, the, I'm look, this is an important day to have the first pick. Yeah, it, it worked for out me. for you. But I need to say a PSA. And I've said things like this in the past. It doesn't matter. If you come at me and tweet a picture of this creature, usually you get muted. Okay? And by usually, I mean every single time. Someone he, tweets, I don't care who you are. He's not lying. I just, I just mute you, and I will never see anything from you ever again. Oh, it was so funny to nobody ever. Um, but for the next two weeks, <laughs> it's a block. You're getting straight up blocked. Um, but arachnophobia will be the 101 <laughs> because I has it <laughs> and I don't uh. like it. Man, do I hate spiders. They are spawn of Satan. I mean, it doesn't even matter if they're poisonous, not poisonous. If it's a not poisonous little tiny spider that can't hurt me, it could kill me via heart attack. Have you heard, uh, recently? I mean, I don't. Look, not a scientist. I have no idea how they would be studying these types of things. But the the theory, the hypothesis of our fears where we have like a real irrational fear that we can't control, it was the theory is that your ancestors had a very traumatic event with that, like say... Your or it an- came down in the brain science. Like it came your, down in the genetics, right? It, uh, like basically printed in your DNA that your ancestor, many many moons ago, something happened with spiders. Oh my gosh! And so that, like, as they grew, that was just in there, and then then it gets passed down through the DNA. So here's the crazy thing about that: I remember being a kid and not being afraid of spiders. Uh, there was this, you know, those big green electricity so maybe boxes. It was you. Yeah, yeah. That the were transformers. Like, yeah, it used to be right in your yard, and I there were daddy long legs on that, and I would go and I would play with them. They didn't scare me at all. Then nothing happened, and all of a sudden my terror just gripped me. I don't, I don't know what it That's was. That's because your great 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 grandfather Clarence T. Rutherford Moore maybe had yeah. an had an issue with the spider. But he woke, I he woke up covered in spiders. Yeah. Hey. So you're you're drafting arachnophobia. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna draft taphophobia. Do you guys know what that one is? Oh, is that taffy oh, related? Man, taffy can be so dangerous. It's scary, right? If you get it caught oh, in your wait, teeth. Oh wait, or the uh, you're scared of that president uh, mm-hmm. Taft? Yes, yes, that's it, <laughs> William. <laughs> uh, no, it is the fear of being buried alive. Oh, okay, that's a good one. Oh, yeah, that's because a good one. even entertaining that possibility. I mean that's that's rough. That that puts claustrophobia in there, and it just goes to another level. It, it brings fear of death in there. It combines sure. them all. If you were buried alive, I don't want to know what the process is from that moment that you know, oh, yeah, that you're buried until the moment you would expire. That yeah, you'll just terrifying. you'll fall asleep eventually. One would hope. Oh, you will. You'll, you'll, I mean, you wouldn't. Will wouldn't you, you wake up again? No, no. You'll carbon dioxide. You're oh, like, I hope you'll poison. So. I yourself. would be, yeah. Okay, so, so I'm drafting that. Drafting so here's that. if you're in if you're in that situation, just start breathing rapidly. Okay, but I will. You, I will, Mike. But, I will not. I won't be calm. Good advice. But wouldn't you be like inhaling dirt? Maybe small. What what kind of cheap coffin are you buying? Oh no, I'm. I was just no. Shoveled. You're just buried. You're I was just alive. Oh, shoveled you're just right. bur- yeah, just straight into the dirt. Okay, I'm pretty sure that if you're just buried alive with dirt, yeah, there's there's no process of you trying to figure out what's going on. It's just done because you have suffocated. Yeah, I don't want that. <laughs> but you don't let, let let me just tease this out because people get, uh, you're you're skiing right. And then you have an avalanche, and then people. That's get, different though, because it's snow, and you can breathe snow easier not, than you can breathe dirt. Not well, but but I mean, snow people survive can. under the snow for a long time. What but, if this is a very airy soil? <laughs> I don't think you die right away. I think you. I don't think you die right away either. I think you go real quick. <clears throat> under five hope. minutes. I mean, if if you take a big, if you can breathe at all, because there's room for air to get in, then you're right. You're taking a big inhale of dirt, and then you're choking. And then you're going to inhale more dirt, and it's going to be done. All right. Well, that's a good one. Oh, no. Oh, okay. Did All you right. have the wrong I word? I do have some intel for you. No, that's the right word. Uh, fear of being buried alive. If you're in a coffin, 
it takes it would take five and a half hours before all the oxygen in the coffin was consumed. There you go. Yeah, it's breathe breathe rapidly. That is more terrifying. All right. Okay. This is a great draft. I just realized <laughs> this, look, that I am going to be terrified. It's spooky season. All right. All right. Mike, you get two phobia picks. All right. I this uh <laughs> Well, cuz I had like I had my number 1 pick already. And it's it this is it's a terrifying thing. I I I guess it it's fine for us, but in this, the general public, but this isn't like a, I'm afraid spiders are going to harm me. I'm afraid that I'm buried alive, that because I'm gonna die. But glossophobia is the fear of speaking in public. Mm. It is one of the most terrifying things that someone will encounter uh, at some point in their life. And Did you ever have glossophobia? I mean, because obviously now you you've. Uh... Well, in your in your past, you were a musician, and you did go in front of crowds, and obviously with the show, we've done live shows. I have in certain avenues, I do get very very nervous, and like back as when you're a musician and you're green and you're cutting your teeth, I mean you're terrified. Yeah. Before each and every single performance, as, once you get booed enough. Yeah, yeah. Then you get the thick <laughs> skin, and, and nothing really matters. Uh, so not as like I guess. Death scary is what you guys. Well, thank you for about. the break from the death scary. To be honest, and I remember the Seinfeld joke where the that fear of public speaking is greater proportionally than the fear of death. Yes, and the populace. So he would always make the joke that you'd rather be in the casket than given the eulogy in that situation. That's a good joke. Yeah, that's not bad. That's a good joke. All yeah, right, that's my joke actually. Oh man, <laughs> you should do stand up. Thanks. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> that was my that was my beat. Uh, <laughs> All right, I'm 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 torn here. Uh, okay, I uh, I got we got to stay on brand. For some reason, this one has two words. Okay, I'm not sure why, but we have apophobia or uh, melissophobia, mm. and it is fear of Melissa's. Yes, because they are Melissa the most, Joan Hart. Oh my gosh, I'm terrified. she was Melissa Milano. She was a teenage witch. <laughs> Alyssa Milano is not also, a Melissa. She was also a witch. <laughs> she was also a witch, she also but a she's not a Melissa, <laughs> so that's good. Melissa Milano is her sister. Alyssa minus the M. <laughs> All right, so uh, go on. It's the fear of bees. Oh, oh certainly. You that's... are really bees? quite afraid of bees. Are you the same with wasps too? Uh, yes. Yeah. Be things that fly and have stingers. Here's the the true problem about wasps, hornets, bees. When they're flying, you have no idea where they are going to go because they have no idea where they're going to go. If they submitted a flight S path, you'd be fine. Sci and they can't. Scientifically, it, like I've seen these things broken down where it's like, bees don't really make sense. Bees shouldn't be able to fly, but they do. And that's why the reason they, if they shouldn't be able to fly, that's why they never know where they're going to go. Eventually, they, they crash land onto a flower take some pollen, and then pray to the bee gods that they make it back to the hive, or they'll sting you. Bees are the <laughs> pray to the bee gods. <laughs> now, I'm afraid of the bee gods. I'm, I'm going to be honest. Those, no, those are murder hornets. I think uh, you, you should have seen my son this past week, and we went up to the cabin. Good for him. Listen, we went up to the cabin, and there are animals in the wild. Did you guys know this? I was aware. I've heard. I've Insects heard. in the wild. We've done everything we can do to completely protect this house. We've got a pest person coming by. We've sealed all the entrances. We've uh, keep the doors and windows shut so bugs can't fly in. Thus, one little moth gets in the darn oh, house and the whole yeah. house comes crumbling down because of that, the unpredictable nature of flying. Yeah, we uh, in the No stinger though. In the right household, it, we had a night where a moth ended up in my boys' room. And this, no one could catch this thing, and it was just pure pandemonium and chaos of me bobbing and weaving, <laughs> just swinging a fly swatter. Oh, we've we've gone, and the kids are screaming. It's a moth. The the Dyson vacuum, the cordless, has become the bug catcher <laughs> really? of, of the air. I sucked the moth out of the sky, <laughs> but then it's just alive in the container. Not for long. It buried it alive. Five minutes, fifty seconds, or whatever. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. We've got uh, Mike has two. He has uh, 
glossophobia and melissophobia. Remind me what they are again. Uh, uh, you got to put those in here too, uh, Al Borland, when we're writing them down. Melissophobia, fear of bees, glossophobia, fear of speaking in public. Okay. And uh, I've got the fear of uh, being buried alive. And I'm going to combine that with a very common fear, a fear that I don't think fully goes away. Nyctophobia. Mm. All right. It's the fear of Nickelodeon. Mm. Yeah. If you don't have cable and yeah. you're, you're fearful that you don't get to watch what's you, on there. Uh, it's the fear of the dark. Oh. It's the fear of the dark. That's Nick. Nyctophobia? It is. It's, it's fear of uh, being in the dark. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Nick. What? Neck, yeah. Neck? It's uh, N-Y-C-T-O. Nyctophobia. That's how you pronounce it. All right. It. Sure. Uh, but uh, I think this is something that, you know, obviously as a kid, the darkness is very scary. Oh, but, yeah. But even yeah, yeah. as an adult, you watch the wrong movie. You, you get up at the wrong time. You hear the wrong sound. And I think what it comes down to is you can't see as well in the dark. Yeah, that, I think that's a yeah, big part it, of it. It right? definitely is. That's got to be it. Well, here's the thing. When you're in the dark, do you know what is right in front of you? No. No. It could be anything. Exactly. It could be anything. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to go with that one. It's common. Everybody's got it. And it can still get you when you're older. I watched the oh, wrong documentary yeah. up at said cabin right. when I was by myself. Uh, and there, I'll be honest with you. A lot of people wanted it, to murder me outside that house. It's 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 funny because I'm here to do the murder. <laughs> I'm here for the murder. <laughs> Somebody call a murder. Um, it's funny because I don't. You say it gets adults too, and I think to myself, I am not afraid of the dark. Uh, I'm not afraid at all. Okay. Um, you know, I I turn the lights all the way off. I I want every electric electronic i'll prove it I'm to a, you i'm a man <laughs> I, I sleep with the pitch black <laughs> pitch black i can't even see my hand in front of my face so black my black oak curtains and black oak curtains that's right <laughs> um but then i'm thinking like there are certainly situations oh man we went and 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 i think it might be exclusive to cabins but i was at a cabin and had to walk around the cabin at night and that is doggone terrifying well, yeah because there's bears yeah, well, I I think I was and night bees, yeah, bears oh, and man. night bees, and I'm pretty sure at all times someone, <laughs> you know, right? Like that's the fear is like you know if uh, were um, you afraid as a kid of the dark in your room? Um, probably. Did you need a nightlight? I don't know. I don't remember. Do you need a boo boo blanket? My, my childhood. <laughs> okay. You know, a real fun game is uh, in the middle of the night, go to like your kitchen. And look out the window and just imagine there's someone standing there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a really fun Super game. Super fun game. Everybody go home and do it, kids. <laughs> yeah. Kids, just not just kids, adults. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> just do it. Uh, and that, unfortunately, that is also why Jason's first kiss doesn't know it was a first kiss. They were, it was pitch it was black. Too dark. It was pitch black. I ain't All afraid right. of no dark. Jason, that's two picks. All right. With my picks, I, I'm going to take one that is. It's somewhat similar to yours, Andy, your first pick, except actually common, applicable in life, mm -hmm. and um, I, I don't I, think I, I'm going to be- I feel like you're insulting me with this presentation. And that's what I was going for. So congratulations, me. I'm taking claustrophobia. I mean, the okay. fear of tight spaces. Okay. I watch these videos, and I'm in a nice, bright, lit room, and I watch a video- of someone climbing down some of these caves. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. That are like, well, first of all, I couldn't fit. Um, but, you know, it's like how... I totally would go down there. The, <laughs> the idea... Tell me how it is. Of like a one-way tight space. Oh, no. Where someone else comes in behind you. No way. What if you replace the person coming in behind you with like pe someone shoveling dirt into the cave? <laughs> How would that be? Would that be better than getting in the cave? That would be worse. Look, I would rather be in a tight spot than be buried alive. Okay. But I'm never going to be buried alive. Oh, yeah. Uh, I hope I didn't jinx that one. Um, but I will. Famous last words. Yeah, that's people who are buried alive often are, that's the last thing they say. Yeah. yeah. I never thought. <laughs> I said it wouldn't happen to me. <laughs> All right. And for my second pick. So right now I've got oh, uh, arachnophobia, man. fear of spiders, yeah, yeah. claustrophobia, fear of small spaces, mm -hmm. and um, on the opposite of a small space, mm -hmm. I'm going way up oh, to no. acrophobia, yeah, yeah. a fear of heights, which <sighs> I have a mild fear of heights. Like I never thought, it, I don't care, you know, 
uh, airplanes, right? You don't get higher than taking an airplane. And I know that some people who are afraid of heights. Well, you, you can't get higher than that, but go on. Sure. Yeah, you ever uh, heard of a rocket ship? Yeah. You, don't, don't you think you could be an astronaut, Jason? Don't you think you could still have that career? How am I getting higher than an airplane without a very specialized uh, All right, I, I'm with you. Um, but people that are afraid of heights, they go on an airplane, they say that scares them. That That's not fear of heights to me. I'm sitting no. in a chair. But if I'm on like a 12-foot ladder, <laughs> I mean, I'm like, oh my gosh. I When did I get afraid of being just a little bit off the ground? Your, when you talk... Uh, talked about liking spiders as a kid and then all of a sudden it hit that is my story with that one that would have been my next pick it's a great one some at some point in time i used to climb on the roof of my house as a kid i used to climb fences and get up high on ladders it didn't bother me one bit then all of a sudden i try to hang some christmas lights and one thing leads to another and i need to hire and someone to hang some christmas lights stuck on the roof that I, actually happened yes i think what happens is your body figures out your your body is always doing the math of if I fell from here, what would happen? What would happen? Oh, and, and when you're a kid, look a twelve foot ladder. If if it's grass, oh yeah, you mean, you're just bouncing. Like I've did you ever did you fall out of a tree as a kid? I'm sure I did. All fifty pounds of me. I I, I definitely fell out of a tree. I could do mo- more pull ups back then too. Mm-hmm. And I I got up and I was like, oh, uh, perfectly fine. And I know if if I did that exact same fall in this body, yeah. I'll see you guys in a month. Yeah, because I am I'm out full yeah. traction. <laughs> I'll be in the full body cast. Yeah. yeah. All right, that's a great pick, Jason, and a very common fear that some for some reason gets worse over time. The fatter I get, uh, I'm going to draft calrophobia, mm, a fear of cows. California, a fear of California cows. Yeah, move. Uh, it's a fear of clowns. It's a fear okay. of clowns. I, this one is this one's wild to me. Regular, ordinary clowns, sure. But once somebody had the idea that a clown could come get you, once that happened, they're creepy. It's uh, multiple things. It's like a mask. If you see a person in a mask mm-hmm. or a person without a mask, you're like the anonymity of a clown mm-hmm. mixed with the kind of creepiness. creepiness of like, okay, if a happy thing is turned mean and bad, that's a that's a common fear, and it's a scary sure. fear. It's fair. Well, and with the disparaging of clowns over the last several decades, you know that those who have successfully grown up to become clowns, <laughs> you know, right? They might have fallen on hard times. You can't trust that. Yeah, and and by the way, I mean, we saw earlier in the show they also they will challenge you to a duel in an arcade, and they will kill you if you that's lose. True. Have you uh, heard about actual like clown school? Tell me more. <laughs> tell, tell me about so this. I, school. I, I don't. It's. I'm remembering just like an anecdote. Not a sponsor. Uh, uh, no, no. Is that the one founded by Bozo? Uh, probably not. Okay. Bo- Bozo is probably one of the reigning alum. Okay. Uh, but it's actually like it's crusty, insanely difficult to get admitted to the actual this clown school. Like harder to get into this than it is to get into uh, a lot of prestigious colleges. I don't believe that. Well. You should go go ahead and look. No, it up. that's interesting. Go ahead. And look there's it. probably not a lot of clown schools, so like, there's a lot of demand. This is the one. <laughs> this is... <laughs> I think it might have been like Steve O who told that story because he trustworthy source. <laughs> okay, he tells the truth, and he went to clown school. I mean, I'm looking at the clownschool.com, and uh, they've got some funny noses. <laughs> that seems like something that you you know how you can get a, like a uh, officiate a wedding via online certificate i feel like mm. i could probably graduate they probably got a quick online you, program you could but your juggling would suck mm. yeah you need to be on site for your juggling <laughs> yeah. what hey, about your really, clown murder really hands-on training for juggling you can do clown murder without school here's how you do murder clowns. <laughs> all right a lot of murder on this show don't do murder kids. yeah yeah don't never forget that uh i got two picks here yeah. i'm building a very strange roster of uh fears but i will take this one uh, well, you've got public speaking and bees so far. Yes, and the the bees hits hits home. I just wanted to, the people to know that I understand. It's scary to speak in public. Uh, I will take necrophobia, which is not the fear of being buried alive. It's just this the fear of death yeah. or or the fear of dead things. And the people out there, they don't like dead things. I feel like that's a twofer. 
It, it is it's a really, twofer, especially yeah. when you describe it as two phobias. I just it's a fl- it's like a flex position pick really? that I just took. That, I would imagine that those things have different phobias. No, no, no. De- de- definitely don't research anything I'm talking <laughs> about. I believe the one you said is the fear of death, right? When I the, whoever gave me the definition, they gave me both of them, so I will take that. And then uh, with my final pick, I don't know that this is a common one, but this is this is one I have because I I. I pride myself on my my memory, so I will take athazagoraphobia, which is the fear of forgetting. Like the mm. the idea that I will get old, yeah, and, and I will start to lose my memory, but you it's, won't know. It's and you don't know. It is terrifying to me, and it's only terrifying now because if it happens to you later, you won't know. You won't know. That's why I'm not afraid of it. That's probably I, the way death goes too. Once you're dead, uh, yeah, you're probably you not yeah, afraid yeah. of it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, what was I so worried about? Some of these, when they happen to you, you're worse off than the fear of them. Like, I don't know, the spiders or the bees. Yeah. Or yeah. the heights, potentially. Um, so I, I, in researching uh, these phobias, one of the phobias I found interesting was a fear of being forgotten. That yeah. Is, that's actually the... Wherever I was looking, that's kind of included in the. You just got four phobias. Look, you guys need to learn how to draft. You got to up your game. Yeah, I think that I've had some dreams in the past where I am existing in a world and I am interact trying to interact with people and everybody's doing their normal life around me. Nobody sees you. Nobody's paying attention to you. This is bad. No, it's not good. All right, I'm going to go with this last one because of what it can do. even when you don't want to be afraid of it. There's something that just... Mm. Taco Bellophobia. Right. Even if you don't want to be afraid, something Ooh, happens. The things it can do to you. Uh, it's hemophobia, which uh, is the fear uh, of blood. Blood. Okay. blood. And in particular, a lot oh, of people man. are very afraid of blood in general. But I am more... I. It's incredible what happens to your own body when you see your own blood. This happens to people when they get their blood drawn. They pass out. Mm-hmm. I can see other people's blood, and I'm do a little. Have, bit, do you have a problem with your own blood? I have a problem with my own blood, In, not to the okay. point of passing out, but like I had a cut. The uh, I was working on something. I uh-huh. sliced my finger open. I got deathly nauseous for like thirty minutes because I saw so much blood coming out, and I knew I was practically. I knew I was fine. I got it all wrapped up, but when I started thinking about it again. I started getting. I almost threw up. I was like over wow. a uh, trash can. That's wild. My. I, uh, it's, I had a, and my dad passes out almost every time he gives blood. I had a, a friend who had a a story. Did you, did you have a friend, Jason? Yes. Uh, it was it was it was Clarence a, Moore. A, a friend's husband is a tall, big guy. Okay. And this the story went like this: He's walking into his kitchen, and he banged his uh, hand on the uh, on some sharp thing on the counter, like a corner. Yeah. Just sure. and and he lifted it up, and his hand was bleeding. So he immediately passed out and smashed his face into the counter, <laughs> broke his nose, and the wife comes in and he's on the ground no. in a pool of blood oh, passed no. out because he bonked his hand on the counter. Oh. That dude had a fear of blood. That's what I mean. Like, and you cannot, you can tell yourself you're fine and your body knows something's wrong with it. And when you see blood, it's weird. What's funny for me, I mean, my kids have that uh, unbelievable. Like it's... Oh, they all do. Yeah, it, my boys and like, if you, <laughs> if we, it, like they scratch themselves, they go full full panic. Is it bleeding? And then if you're like, yeah, it's bleeding a little bit. Bleeding means it's serious. Yeah. Oh, you you need to go to the hospital. I have like I have absolutely no problem with with scrapes, cuts. It really any type of injuries, blood. It, it my own. It's never bothered me. But what bothers me, and always gives me that. The, the the quiver down the spine when I first see it is stitches. So like if somebody oh, really? if somebody has something stitched up and it's oh let me see it, it I will go and I I'll become accustomed to it after that. But it's this weird reaction, especially when I I have no reaction to any other type. It does seem a little weird injury. that you're like, hey, can I see it with that fear? Oh. Well, you gotta see it. You gotta check. <laughs> Come on, if your friend has stitches and they and they say, "Hey, you want, you yeah, check I want, it out? I want to see it." Of course, you I do. See it. You gotta know your limits. And with my limits, and this kind of ties right in for the final pick here. Yeah, I'm taking 
trypanophobia. Oh, this is needles, isn't it? It is needles, but like Mike, it is defined as an extreme fear of uh, medical procedures involving injections. Yeah, um, needles and injections or, or needles. is what I got. Yeah, so it's um, on my list. Oh, I, I, you have a real issue with this. So I do. And, I have and a, a lot of things to be honest. I have a real, genuine, deep, you know, spidery fear. <laughs> Uh, well, because I recognize everything's relative to the spider fear, which is Max. I recognize, in you know, intellectually, that the fear of spiders is stupid. You know, I'm not afraid of scorpions. Scorpions can hurt me far more than spiders. I don't that they don't they don't bother me. Um, that needles are not gonna. I mean, you know, in general, that's not gonna hurt me. Mm-hmm. But I have such a fear, and it's not it's not actually of the needle. Like, I got my flu shot the other day. How'd that go? No problem. It was... Wait, what? Not afraid of it. No, it didn't hurt. Uh, it, it was It was nothing. It was absolutely the easiest thing of all time. Because I got that in my shoulder. But for me... For drawing did, did blood? You, wait, did you watch or did you I away? did not watch. Okay. Um, but it's when you draw blood. When you go in a vein. Mm. <gasps> <laughs> oh, I mean, my arms, like the underside of my elbow, I can't even be touched there. And then you bring a needle and put it inside of my arm to take my blood out. Oh, man. You say your your dad passes out every time. I You get close? I get close. I, I always... I remember getting a health insurance blood draw here for the company, and I know that one man made a big deal out of this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, you did. Yeah. It, was, <laughs> it was me. hey uh out of curiosity Uh, al so that the people at home can learn uh, a little bit more about you we named 12 fears out of those 12 give me the one or two that is at the top of your list what do you think um that would probably be uh the being buried alive and uh interesting yeah heights those would probably be the two I guess it's not always about the practicality of like we don't have like a lot of high likelihood that we'll be buried alive in the near future. But, the, but yeah, once you start thinking about yeah, it, I get it that the idea. You said heights for is, your second one. Yeah, I don't know if there's an actual phobia for like the fear of being startled, but that would be high on my list if there is. Interesting. One. Were there other ones we we left off? You know, fear of sharks. Fear, fear of flying. I know is a fairly yeah. common one. I I brought up this before maybe uh, to to these guys, but Al, I don't know if you've heard of it. Have you ever heard? The, of the fear of holes, like closely clustered holes. No, like, like honeycomb? honeycomb and things like that's a common. If you're out there with that fear, send me a little DM on Twitter. I want to. I want my people. Let's get a support group it's going. It's weird, man. It's yeah. a weird phobia. All right, we're done. What did we learn today? Uh, I learned that Jason does not necessarily know who his first kiss is. <laughs> <laughs> I think I do now. <laughs> um, I worked my way back there. I learned that in Arizona, cats can fly <laughs> off of light poles. And I learned I that a, a newspaper will only clean up a murder for so long. Right. <laughs> that is not a permanent fix, Mike. It's not very temporary. All right. That'll do it for us. Hope you enjoyed this show. If you did, could you leave us a review over on Apple Podcasts? That would be appreciated. And uh, we'll be back with you next week. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to the Spitballers Podcast. To see what other nonsense the guys are up to, check out spitballerspod.com.